Welcome back to Top Bins, where all of our opinions are garbage. My name is Alex, and this week, it's just a one-on-one. It's almost like an interview. It's a little, it's a little cheeky date, I think. It is. Date night. Last night, I did a one-on-one was for Valentine's Day, but we're going to do ours in I an interview. I forgot my resume. <laughs> just don't put on colour paper. You'd be sweet. <laughs> now, I'm joined again by one of the OGs, Jimmy. How you been, mate? I've been good. Good to be back after a couple of weeks. Yeah, as you can see, we've renovated the facilities. Look at this place, man. Like... So many changes in there, like some tennis rackets and like the bikes moved. Yeah, the bike moved from one side of the garage yeah. to the other. We had a council pickup, so we have space in the garage again. Yeah. It's vibing, bro. So much, so much room for activities in here. Yeah, 100%. These changes bring so much like energy into the room, I feel. Energy and just life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of life, we've got Zeus joining us for the potty. He doesn't speak English, otherwise... I'm sure he'd be involved. Um, so if you hear me say, Zeus go to bed, it's probably because he's like sniffing our feet. Um, so that's your warning in advance. Uh, <laughs> um, otherwise, Jimmy, you, you, remember you said you weren't going to come back until Manly won a game of rugby league. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened on the weekend? We won comfortably, didn't we? <laughs> Very comfortably. What a great game. I was, I was surprised. So you go for Manly, I go for Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even like... I'm not... I don't care how Bulldogs go this year yeah, because they're not expected to go too well. Yeah, it's more of a rebuild still. Not rebuild, but like you're getting these new players in, you're seeing how they go. Well, and I mean, next year after that, it's like... Exactly. It's like next year onwards. So we had this year in round one, we had eight players debut. Yeah. That's majority of a team. Yeah. So I don't... No one expects eight, let alone like three or four new players, eight new players. That's a new, that's a new team. Yeah. Like if we do shit... It's understandable. But the thing is, Bulldogs are looking like... They're not looking like winners, but they're looking like not an easy team to beat. Mm. They're not like, oh, okay, Bulldogs, you can say, have got unlucky, but no, they're not They're not going to win many games, but they're not a bye. They're not like playing against the Tigers. No. Where you just walk them, where you go, oh, thank God, we have Bulldogs. It's like, oh, thank God, we have Tigers next week. People say we have Bulldogs, and it's like, yeah, we're probably going to win, but we still have to earn it. Yeah, it's that, hilarious. The defense looks pretty good this year. They um, I was a bit annoyed before the game because they dropped um, big old Jay Knockenball. No, they I, dropped him before the game, and I saw that. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's like because he's fucking garbage. He's the worst defender I've seen. <laughs> he's the worst player. He's not good with or without he's, the ball. I couldn't believe it. The I'm game like, against the Broncos, he was just putting a spin cycle. Like, yeah, the, I saw a montage of all the Broncos points, and it was down Broncos left side, Ockenball side. Yeah, it wasn't just like they played like they just cut him up that side. It was no. more so just Ockenball just running in and saying, "Oh, you're dead." Yeah, just runs to him and he forgets about the two other blokes to his right. Like, oh, <laughs> legit, shit. bro. He just kept shooting up, trying to like shot the second rower. And Idiot. it's like you're actually garbage. And like wingers these days are expected to like get low and dive. He like. He stands up straight like a plank. It's just he's just garbage. But yeah, no. it was Bulldogs can put on an entertaining an entertaining game of football. Yeah, look, we didn't look very good. Like, and I told you this before as well. Mainly, like our season doesn't start till round four. That's when we turn up. <laughs> yeah, after round four. Good. I was like, Manly have ne- like just notoriously shit starters, uh, but you guys look next level bad. Yeah, I don't know why you've got the players for it. No idea. No one's no one's like into gear. You know, Morgan yeah. Harper had a shocker, and yep. Jason Saab dropped a couple of ball forwards. Aren't they're not you know being the unit they I mean, are if, known to be. Like as much as I love Kepi, 
as a bloke, mm. if he's one of your best forwards, you've got an issue in the forwards. Yeah, just to power's not... Uh, I mean, he wasn't like, really last year either. Kepi is... Like, he's a decent player, and he can be a really good player. Yeah. But he's still, like, 25, 26. Yeah. That shouldn't be your, like... I, I don't know. Forwards don't peak until they're 30, and you've got forwards around him that should be performing better. And, like, he literally walks into your starting team now. Yeah. Like, I remember super coach, and I thought, because it, it was, like, a laugh... And I was like, look, he's going to come off the bench. If he plays 30 minutes a game, I'll be happy. My boy's starting. Yeah. Like no, we're, we're benching Paseca for, I don't know. I, I know it's a lot of coaches have been doing it this year. Just like they'll have some real big impact forward or like mm. a, a little nugget hooker that's really good around the ruck. <laughs> yeah. Really like tiny and speedy. Like yep. they're all like... They usually starters, but this year everyone's like, okay, let's put him on the bench. Let yeah. these fellas get a bit tired, and then he comes on and wreaks havoc. Weird. That's what I think um, Bulldogs have Marshall now. King doing that. Yeah, and I really rate that. I mean, Storm are going to do it with um, Brandon Smith, I reckon. Yeah, He's Grant start- should be starting. Grant, Grant is starting. And Good. like everyone thought Brandon Smith would probably be a play 13, but... I think he's on the team. It's good utility. The, yeah. Well, it's not just utility. It's like he's just like got that... He's got that play where it's like it's a... Defender's nightmare if you're fatigued or anything. When like that yeah. guy's running at because he, oh, I yeah, don't know, he's just so hard to tackle. He is when he's like Brennan Smith has such a high ceiling but such a low floor. When he's like fit and he's looking good, mm. he's looking good. But when he gets tired, that's why I, I don't think he's great. He's not a he's not a nine, he's not an eight, I almost said ninety. He's, he's not an eighty minute player, mm. which probably a good hooker should be. Because after about half an hour, he looks. You can tell he just looks like ragged yeah and that's when he's just like that's when I think he is the worst like that's when he plays his worst what's yeah. everyone plays the worst but he specifically like there's hookers that can hide it and get away with it and just keep up with the play yeah like Uppy Coruscant can like just keep up with the play and just do the basics but he can't even do that when he's tired because yeah. he's always lagging behind the ruck and it's like come on man yeah that's what but he'll be he's good off the bench when he, he picks his moments really well, though. Yeah. And he, that, like like I said, even when he is tired, like, if he decides to take a hit off, he's too hard to tackle. Like, you won't, you won't be able to just... Even, like, two big forwards, like, you know, whole foot taller than him. Like, they can't just, like, both tackle him at the same time, hold him there and, like, push him back or anything. He just... He always manages to get an extra couple of meters and that, just burrowing his way through. He's... He's just a little wombat. He's a little, yeah, a little slippery wombat, eh? He's like a Literally. Wet, a wet wombat. I love it, though. He's yeah. so fun to watch. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's unreal to watch. But um, Para beating Storm, I didn't think it was going to be easy for Storm, but I still thought Melbourne would get up over him. Yeah, I tipped Storm, but like I knew in the back of my head, um, Eels won both their fixtures against Storm last year. I believe true both of them. And I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, God, Eels could pull off an upset here. Not not even an upset, just like. You know, I think Eels are turning into the Storm baggy team. Yeah, that's what it's almost like. Hey, yeah, oh, we've got our we got our third member having a sook. Zeus, bed. Must be a Storm fan. Yeah, he's, we're talking about Melbourne Storm, and he's like, no, no, they're, they're my Coke fiends. Hey, bed, <laughs> good bloke. You can have bad your, dogs, my mad dog. You can have your say. You can have your say soon, Zeus. Um, but it, it was. An entertaining high-scoring game. At least it wasn't yeah. like a 10-12 slog like some of the other games. No, were. it was a really good game to watch. How f- the ending was ridiculous. Oh, Actually man. ridiculous. Bro, but isn't Raystone injured now? ACL. So he's, that's his last game for Para. Uh, last game for Para. Won them it. the game. <laughs> wins in the game. <laughs> Won them. So it takes him the golden point, wins in the game. Ridiculous. It's, it was so good, but like the ending was crazy. Raystone's 70th minute. 
Puppy 75th and Ray Stone 81st minute. That's yeah. just like, that's that's beautiful. That's what you want to see. And that's I the think, game we love. I think that was that was so, a Saturday night game too, which yeah. is great. And then after that was the Raiders Titans. Probably not. It's I don't know. As long as the game's competitive, I don't give a shit. Mm. Like maybe it's not the best footy, but as long as it's tight, that's why. Like, I got a heart around the Bulldogs. It's like yeah, they're not winning games, but at least like they put on a good game. Mm. Like they they keep it real tight and because. I, well, that the Manly Panthers game in round one it was a blowout mm. because of the the six again r- rule. They just I don't know. There's the six again rule leaves opportunities for games to just become a one sided momentum fest where yeah. it just domino effects into a shit fight and a boring game. The game's over with thirty minutes to go. Yeah, it's like a formality to finishing the game. I couldn't believe that Titans game though because we haven't seen that in a while. Just mm. um, one team completely demolishing. The opponent one half, then in the next half, yeah, it's switched. Raiders just turned on. Titans flicked the switch. <laughs> they turned themselves off, and Raiders yeah. went over it. Ricky Stewart dead ass said, "It's nil all, boys." He that's he went into the sheds, <laughs> but like he must have done something different because last year Raiders were notorious, like literally for, notorious yeah. for shitty second halves. They blew so many leads. And then, then they do this, and then... You didn't say it's nil. I would love Boys, to hear what Ricky tells all. him at halftime this year. I would love to know. He must be just doing literally the opposite thing. If he said, boys, be. we got to dig deep the second half, he's like, no, nah, go out there and just enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Boys, as long as you're having fun, and you're winners in my books. And they're Did like, you oh. dickheads. <laughs> yeah. You're doing shuttles after. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky, boys. Unlucky. But I mean, again, it. another close game. So even though, like, you probably go in the second half thinking, oh, Titans should wrap this up. It's just like... Every time I try to score, you're like, hold on. Is this actually... Oh, fuck, they're winning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, oh, they scored. Oh, they scored again. Short yeah. times. No, nah, okay, Raiders scored. Yep, fuck. Oh, like, wow. Well, they've done this. That's my tip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey. But uh, more people than I'd like to admit tip the Bulldogs this week. Did I would say not you because you obviously support Manly. You, you tip Manly, right? Yeah. Thank fuck. I, I I, I've spoken to about four or five people about their footy tips. And they're like, oh... I missed out on my Bulldogs tip. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, oh, I swear, at least three or four out of those five, six people were like, yeah, but you know, Bulldogs are making it tough for teams. I'm like, yeah, but they're not winning. They're not winning. <laughs> you guys, your attack is still shocking. This garbage. Yeah. They're, they're not going to score points. The fact they scored like three tries, it was three tries because I'm pretty sure um, old mate Burton missed all of his kicks. Yeah. yeah, he did. So, and it was only two tries. Wait, what? What am I looking at? Oh, two penalty goals from Burton. Yeah. That's funny as. He was hurting my super coach that week. Wasn't oh, man. How does he... Burton... Burton's going to be so good if Bullocks can get a half. That just... An, a good organizing half. Because he's yeah. a good ball runner. But I feel like he's trying to do too much right now. Yeah. I don't know. Even... It's not... He gets the ball on fifth if it's in their own half. Yeah. And but, and he, everyone knows how he's, dangerous his boot is. Bro, his kick is fucking But, like, ridiculous. on fifth tackle and, like, even throughout the set, they don't give him any big ball or no. anything. It's always just, you know, a couple set plays with the forwards. Yep. I know it's like Wakeham gets the ball a lot more than Burden does when they're in the, I think when they're I, trying to score. It's like Dufty favors the right side too. Yeah, I noticed that. Dufty, I didn't Hangs see right Dufty side. go on the left side. Which fucking pisses me off because Josh Adokar's my captain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the point zero one percent who What's has captain Adokar. Everyone goes right to left. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right to left, full back over left. Like, <sighs> that's like fourth, and butter. Yeah, fourth tackle. It's like fourth and fifth. If if they're running it, it's always like a uh, outside inside to Dufty, and it's just yeah. so readable. It's just uh, it's just highlights Bulldogs' lack of attack. But um, 
Yeah. yeah um, I, a, a, another good round of footy. Yeah, literally. See yeah. Barnett send off? Yes, I did. Yeah. What a grub. How, how long did he get for that? I don't know if they've made an official call well, when's, what, what day is judiciary in footy? Because we're, we're recording this on a, what's today? Tuesday. Yeah, yeah so I Okay, think, so I we might actually see. Might be tonight, might be tomorrow. I'm not too sure. Well, I mean, it's seven thirty. Hopefully, we can get a we can get a live, live, live and exclusive judiciary <laughs> live for us, exclusive for us. If I had to guess, I'd say I reckon it's at least four to six weeks minimum. I think it's minimum eight. Minimum. I think I think it'll be eight. If not, maybe ten. But when when I watched it live, the send off, I was like, wait, what did he get sent off for? And then the first camera angle was kind of shit, and the mm. second angle, I was like, holy fuck, what a grub cunt. Yeah, bro, it was so bad. It was a blatant dog shot. It's ridiculous. Like people saying like. You know, you couldn't pull out of it. Are you like, are you serious? Pull out of it? He threw an elbow. He threw an elbow. What do you mean, pull out of it? I've seen people in the comments like, oh, you soft cocks. He couldn't pull out of it in time. Like, why is he throwing his elbow there? It's like, is that his natural running? Yeah, he's like, fucking his elbows up while he's running. What do you mean? He like went out of his way and just raised his right elbow and went crack. Yeah, on no, your chin. some people just love to be different. They love to be yeah, different. It's like they think if I'm different, it's correct. It's <laughs> like I, I'm I'm a bit hip. I'm a bit I'm a bit hype. If I'm a different, yeah. it's like no, no, different does not mean good. You're idiots. you're a moron. Absolute idiots. But looking ahead to next week, uh, footy: Tigers versus Titans, Snooze <gasps> fest, <laughs> Sharks versus Knights, bro. That's third versus fourth. Nico Hines is on fire. I can't. I hate how good he's going. He's he's just killing it. Uh, he, he's just doing so well. I could have, like I was thinking, like God, he's, he can't transition from fullback to halfback yeah. at a new club. Yep. so quickly, and he has. It almost looks like he looks better at like he's halfback, yeah. yeah, he looks better at halfback than he ever did at fullback it's, in this it, new team. It's crazy because like you say that about anybody, like change of position, going to a new club all at once. Yep. Like it's you would expect anybody to kind of just like settle in growing pains all that yeah. maybe a couple games honeymoon period yeah like, he's just gone straight into overdrive and just it's like he's, he's just come in it. and like rather than him having to fit the coaches set up it's like he turned up in preseason the coach goes what do you want to do yeah well I mean don't sharks have a new coach this year what's it's his given. name yeah it's like big craigie was like nico your team he, buddy yeah you, I'll, I'll get him fit and get the defense sorted. What do you want to do for attack? Yeah, and so it's still early, but bro, Sharks had a much better start of the season. I thought they would. Yeah, it's looking good for them. There's no chance I thought they were gonna like. I, I thought I had a feeling they were gonna beat the Dragons because common sense, but not fucking demolish them thirty six twelve. And they only lost the Panthers twenty sixteen last week. And to be honest, they were robbed of that shit when their player got was it Sinbin? Sinbin was sent off. Are you talking about Dragons? Yeah, the Dragons Panthers yeah. in round two. Yeah, Sewer. So, uh, Sewer so got Simbid in that Sharks game it, again as well. Was that was it deserved this time? <sighs> Can't remember. I, I don't remember I don't remember yeah, I didn't even know that happened. But um looking ahead, Panthers Rabbitos. I don't know. Panthers See, should win, because Cleary's back this week, right? Cleary's back, yes. Um Souths are not mm. looking themselves. I know mm. obviously they're not the same as last year. But they should still be fighting. Yeah, the attack's not there. It's not like as fluid as it always has been, you know, how they always just go right to left, yep. Walker and Latrell combine. Yeah, their halfback, not ha- I've not been very impressed with Ilias, Yeah. He looks... I think I've watched I've watched all Souths games. I'm pretty sure at least yep. once once every game he kicks the ball out on the full. And yeah, he's, the full. He's, he's supposed to be the kicker, you know. It's, it's like he's making these ridiculous mistakes. He's hard for himself. Yeah, exactly. Harder than it needs to be. 
But at the same time, they did. They look good in the middle. Very good. I noticed um, Arrow. Yeah. Now, now he's playing big minutes there on the edge yep. and then comes in the middle a bit. He's, he's been good player, so eh? solid for him. He's a good player. But Panthers, even with their injuries, let's be honest, they probably should get over. Yeah. Because but... as, as good as as good as good South look in the middle, I mean, Kikau is killing it, bro. Mm. Kikau's killing it. And Yao is just Yao. Yow, baby. Tell me yo-yo. Tell me yo-yo. Not this shit again. (laughs) I caught one person, Bankstown Malolo, and all of a sudden, any forward that you can get Lolo on the end of... This is that, that's any good luck if he's capable, <laughs> any good luck. if he's putting in big yards big hit ups yeah mate Penrith Malolo <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't know it's, it's fucked that would be yo-yo <laughs> but Warriors Broncos couldn't even care couldn't care less couldn't Warriors care less. are so boring to watch yeah and Broncos okay mate you're like doing decent at the start of the season but let's be honest you're not making the no, yeah I think looking at these games now it's like yeah that South game was an anomaly 100% we won't get that ever Again, the Broncos look pretty average. Broncos won the coin flip against the Bulldogs, yeah, earlier. Bulldogs dead ass, like, controlled that game, they just couldn't score points because they don't have an attacking half, yeah. Um, Cowboys was the most common pick for Wooden Spoon, and Cowboys pelted them, yeah, exactly. Like, they handed it to them, yeah, it was embarrassing. It was a Suncorp, yeah, exactly. It it was like a walloping, keep that place quiet, literally, that beautiful ground quiet. Kako was not going off that night. Caxton Street Hotel <laughs> was dead quiet. It was, no, it was full of North Queenslanders, man. <laughs> yeah, North Queenslanders. Northies. <laughs> um, how do we think man's going to go into Raiders? Honestly, Raiders have been a bit of a weird side for us. Sometimes we win, sometimes we don't. doesn't matter on form. It's just who rocks up on the day. But didn't you say your season starts in round four? Yes. <laughs> oh, you shit. Know, you know what's funny? So it was like round four. <laughs> was it round four? Yeah, I think it was round four last year last when we versed the Warriors. Yeah. And our first win was, I think, by one point. Yep. And then we went on that massive streak. Yeah, because isn't, isn't that when Tommy came back from injury? No. Oh, he came back like round 14 or 15. He came no, back no, no, no. He came, he came the round after we won our oh, first okay. game. Like, because, like, that's what I mean. Our first game we won was like a smug mm. first against the Warriors. Fair enough. I remember we had the Bulls game. We were watching both at the same time. But, yeah. First win by a field goal. Yeah. And. Same thing I reckon happens this year, just around earlier. I think it yeah. just means we're going to get an extra win on our table, on our points on overall at the end of the year. Might put us in top four. What do you reckon? Uh, look, I, before this even started, I had Manly <laughs> as top four. I mean, there's still a long way to go. Well, you know, the funny thing is, like, there's only one team that's won all three games. Yeah. So we win next week, and like, it's like, oh, wow, we're only eight. Like, you... Speaking of crazy fucking shit, I thought my phone was busted then because I've got second place versus 13th. Um, Cowboys versus Roosters. Cowboys <laughs> in second fucking place. I thought, second. I thought my phone was busted. I, was, I brought the table. I'm like, no, no. Dude, it's Cowboys actually crazy. Dead ass like, second. So Cowboys have won two out of the three. Yes. So the only game they lost was against the Dogs. Yes. That's which funny. Which, and they would have won. I know if you're, mm. you know... Shoulda, coulda, woulda if my auntie had a cock could be my uncle. But they would have won the game against the Bulldogs if the old mate who caught the ball was half a step on side. Literally. So oh, man. They could, been up there. they could be coming first. Oh, I mean, they, not first. They could have been up Panthers there with Panthers. It's ridiculous. It's but... dumb already. Yeah. But I mean, how so funny, funny is that? Like, when I say second versus 13th, Roosters and Cowboys, you go, oh, Roosters second. Yeah, you go, no. 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 <laughs> so, in North Queensland... It's only good teams winning North Queensland, the Bulldogs. Um, 
So, I mean, Roosters. Roosters are the Roosters. They can't be shit for too long. No. The, the quality they have, the, they, they just can't be shit for much longer. No surely. idea what's going on. Like, they have, no one's out besides Verrills, but Verrills isn't... Like, I think Watson's a better hooker than Verrills anyway. I agree. I think it helps their team that he's out, yep. but... Yeah, alas, they can't... You know, they can't figure it out, I don't think. Their halves aren't combining. Yeah. They're doing the old... Like, they're doing, like, what Bulldogs have been doing... Like, it's, they have one half, half on the left, yep. one right. And they don't talk. Yeah, they don't, they see they each don't other overlap, half time. they don't do anything. It's no. just like, that's your side, this is my side. No, rather than like, let's work right, and then we'll link up yeah. to like the fourth, fifth. They'll go, no, no, I can't go over there. That's the left side, bro. Yeah, bro. That's not my side. That's so far away, bro. And it's like when you're in school and you'd be like, no, this is my half of the table. You, you put the ruler down. <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking cross that ruler or I'll smash you. <laughs> that's literally how the halves are acting. Sam Walker and Kiri, pull your fingers out. Honestly. Kiri, I'm letting you know now, you're on fraud watch and I'm dropping from my super coach team this week. Mm. Letting you know. Yeah, Sam Walker's on high alert. Oh, high bro. Alert. Oh, classic me, bro. I got rid of Valentine Holmes last week. For oh, Jay- you had Holmes? Oh, no, no, I got rid of him yeah, for Javier Coates. Oof. <laughs> like, That's our full minus 103. Bro, I scored like 850. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting huge scores this season. I do have Kepi, Josh Jackson, and Adokar as my captain. And those three will stay in my team the entire season. Yeah. They're my must. So I'm not expecting to crack over a thousand. But I mean, like, I'm not doing myself any fucking favours, bro. <laughs> like, but... <sighs> Valentine Holmes was so shit in Supercoach for the first two weeks. Yeah, and then he's... And I was like, oh, I was getting so hype as well. I was like, yes, Valentine Holmes is killing it. I was like, fuck. I, I got, got rid of him. I got rid of him. Idiot. For someone who caught COVID. <laughs> Kill me now. I think, I think he did a hammy. I think he's done his hammy. Jimmy Coates? Yeah. I but, thought it was COVID. No, nah, I think it's a hamstring. I Maybe, believe, but I he's mean, back this week. Oh, supposedly. yeah. I, I, I haven't looked at any team list. I don't do that until like Thursday midday. Yeah. Um, Storm Bulldogs. That's going to be a flogging. So yeah, I'm bringing in Harry Grant this week. Yeah. Harry Grant already. Take a seat. I'll be Coruscant. Um... And Eels versus Dragons, I think that's another flogging. Yeah, I think so. I think Eels look good. Looking good. Eels are looking real sharp. I, w- I wasn't sold on Eels before the season started. Like, I thought that'd be, you know, top mm. eight, obviously, but like sixth or fifth. But uh, they're uh, looking sharp, like top three sharp. I thought the same. I thought, yeah, but Dylan Brown has stepped up dramatically. Massively. Massively. He's actually killing it lot. He's looking really good. Like, and that's f- why I thought they weren't really contenders. Like, you know, Moses trying to carry the entire team with creativity. Mm. It's like, it's not going to, not enough there. But Dylan Brown, he, like Dylan Brown looked more alert than yeah. Moses. He was taking more kicks, more taking the line on, creating chances. Like, he was really good. I mean, it's about time. Like, I mean, if you leave it to Moses, he has a creativity of a fucking thumbtack. Pretty much. So, he's he's got to do something. Because yeah. you sort of forget about the other half that isn't Mitch Moses. Because Moses gets all the media attention. Yeah. So, you'd think that with no pressure on him, he would be performing like more often. But, guess not. It is what it is. But, that's our quick wrap-up of footy. Um, World Cup qualifications. Let's Australia's not making it. Yeah. Um, my Czech brethren are probably going to make it. But, Forza Canada... Forza Canada. Forza Canada. Canada. Bro. Davies is still injured, He's right? injured. So he watched like a live stream of it and was like crying on his stream because <laughs> they qualified for the... Like they made auto qualification. So Canada, USA, Mexico, as you would expect, auto qualified with Costa Rica in the fourth um, place. Um, but even USA looked good against Mexico the other day. Yeah. Which is 
Oh, well, I don't, Mex- I don't Mexico know. don't really have that star quality anymore, really. Who? Mexico. Oh, yeah, not really. They've lost it all. Because they had, like, obviously the couple of, like, Vela and a few of the MLS players. But even Chicharito, I think he plays for LA Galaxy and he's just like... Yeah. Does he, does he even still play for the national team? Oh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. But that's because... what I mean, man. Like, I was singing this on the way here. I was singing about international teams, specifically us. Mm. How, yeah, I don't know, us. I feel like Australia is in a kind of age where, like, internationally, like, I don't in... think anybody knows any Australian players. No. Nobody. There's no... Because before we had, like, Aaron Moy and Matt Ryan at um, in the Premier League for yeah. Brighton. But we don't even have that anymore. No. So, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's kind of sad to know, like, our most popular player internationally is a keeper. Yeah. It's not very... No. Like, you can tell already, like, oh, we're probably not a very good team. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're, we're kind of, like, in an in-between stage. Zeus, you can have your say soon. Zeus, <laughs> go to bed. Wait, bed. Wombat, bed. Good man, good yeah, man. Good on good your man. Yeah, too sorry walking. Yeah, 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 he's still pissed off. He's looking for that headset. Um... Yeah, Australia's like in between stage because we have a, like I think we have a good youth coming through, and like Suter was one of our best centre backs and he yeah. did his ACL like what six months ago. So fair enough. But and then even still, like half our team caught COVID before our qualifier against Japan. But I mean, yeah, we held them until the ninth minute and they scored twice. But I didn't see us being Japan anyway. I don't want to like even still like even if we like manage to scrape wins into the World Cup like that. Like, obviously, I'd be happy getting into the World Cup, but it's like, mm. it's not... Then what? It's not encouraging, you know, when it's like, we yeah, we're that, team, we're that team, we're just going to like, get that nil or draw, nil or draw, nil or draw, hopefully, yep. you know, might get a set piece or a little scrappy goal, you know? It's just... We're a, a long yeah. way away from, you know, looking like a... Being ex- competitive on the international yeah, not, stage. Yeah, not, not exciting, but yeah, competitive. But I mean... I think the next generation that comes through, I mean, the ge- next generation is the generation now, like mm. Cammy Devlin, come from the A-League. Ryder McGree, come from the A-League. Um, Tilio, he's in and out of the national squad. I think he's going to be good. Um, we're, just, we're just sort of still missing that, like, striker. I don't know we got any, in. like, good young players that are over 5'5", five five or... <sighs> I know, eh? We're going to be the smallest. <laughs> We've got Suda. He brings up the average. Yeah, he does, dude. So, like, even... We're the one-tall freak. <laughs> yeah, even, even if our, like... Even if our national squad average is, like, 5'6", five 5'7", foot foot Suda, who's, like, 6'6", six six, comes in all of a sudden, you're like, oh, their national team is average 6' tall. And you go, yeah, 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 of course, bro. Yeah, bro. It's not one outlier that, you know, absolutely <laughs> fucking spirals the average out of control. We don't have one person playing point forward for the NBL. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Part of got Joe Ingles playing centre back, bro. <laughs> Might as well. Um, I was just having a look at the Mexico team that played against um, Honduras the other day. They actually have a few like superstars: Chucky Lozano, um, Jimenez, Jesus Corona. I didn't forget about Lozano. Yeah, Hector Herrera. Um, who's this? Ed- Edson Alvarez plays for Ajax. Is this Carlos Rodriguez? No, I can't say I know him. But I mean, like. Their attack is decent. They still have um, a color in goals. That's so yeah. funny. The only issue with their attack is they're not really in form. Yeah. They have a really quiet year. Hit and miss, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, their CDM scored, so <laughs> in a 1-0 win against Honduras. Says it all, doesn't it? Mm, kind of. Um, but it's... I, I like that... You you think the like North American powerhouses? You think oh yeah, USA and Mexico must be dominating? No no, Canada's literally made like North America their bitch recently. 
in the last couple of years. I don't know why. Like you look, you look at their, you look at their team, and it's like, yeah, okay, they have Alfonso Davies, they have a good left back. He's injured, but they've they've got no no superstar. Jonathan David, who plays for Lille, yeah, they won the comp last year, but this year they're like tenth or eleventh. Mm. So it's like, is he really setting the world on fire? <laughs> um, How does it work? So. Because I know with um, at least the North American one, they got mm. three people qualify for whatever the next stage is. Mm-hmm. And then is it like a? How's it work? They're in. They're in the World Cup. Really? Yeah, those top three out of four are in the World Cup. Right. Okay. The draws this week for the World Cup. So okay. All the, all the qualifiers are wrapping up like over the next couple of days, and all Good. like the knockout games are wrapping up over the next couple of days. I'm pretty sure the draws at the end of this week. Right. Yeah, it's... So what about, like, say, say I'm on the football bat and you've got teams in the yellow. They have to go with another qualifier, do they? Yes, but I think maybe if they draw them, they, like, draw them as, like, placeholders or... um, I'm not really sure when How they crazy play their like games. Portugal, a yellow, Italy... Italy is still yellow, so... Italy's like, out. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So I don't understand what this app's telling me. It's like... Yeah, the app's weird. I think it's like, well, there, there was, like, a final table... And then what we can see, but then there was like knockout games. Right. So yeah, Italy's out, which is hilarious. We'll talk about that because that's actually fucking ridiculous. Literally. So dude. like, there's a YouTuber I watch who does like heaps of simulations on Football Manager, and he simulated um, World Cup qualifiers, and only twice out of a hundred times did North Macedonia beat Italy. <sighs> and like, okay, I know Football Manager is the best is obviously it's not 100% accurate, but it's the best thing we have to simulating, like, football. Yeah. And it, 2%, 2% chance North Macedonia beats Italy. That's it, how fucking ridiculous it 32 is. 32 shots to four. Did you say, Benucci was having a cry after the game. He's like, oh, we play so many of these games full of qualifiers and we win them all, but this one we lose and all of a sudden we're out of the World Cup. And it's like, yes. That That's, is exactly how it works. Usually, Benucci, there's a point system, and yes, you didn't quite see that system. You know, eat shit. Too bad. Eat shit. You, you, you guys had North Macedonia. You should have walked them, and you didn't. So, well, Macedonia stars, dude. Like he needs to realize this. Like have stars Alioski like... and left back. Who? Alioski from Leeds. Uh, oh yeah, you know Leeds left back Alioski. <sighs> He's not their starting left back. Never mind, he's not at Leeds anymore. He's oh. at Al-Hali. So <laughs> I was going to say, he's definitely but not he's starting for Leeds. Dude. Like, that's what I mean, man. Like, these guys oh, are... Oh, yeah. Italy's on fraud watch. How do you win the Euros and then don't qualify? That's so funny, dude. You don't qualify with the World Cup by losing to North Macedonia. This is, oh, God. There's no... Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Virginia's a fraud. Shout out to Brandon. Oh, yeah. You would have loved that game. Oh, yeah. So, the last couple of weeks on the pod, we've had um, Brad, Brad came on and Adam came on, and mm. both within two minutes, absolutely slandering you. I don't know why. I understand it. They're I just, understand. They're just jealous. They want the top job. They want the bad one They want priority. the day. They want the day. They know the, they know the, the high bounty. I'm that guy, but they're not going to claim my reward. I'm that guy. I'm so still now... standing. I'm still here. <laughs> Um, so now Portugal plays against North Macedonia. Do North Macedonia do the double and knock out two superstars? Not the Portugal's. Oh, no. I was going to say Portugal aren't superstars. I mean, they're not bad. Mm. They've got a good, they've got, they've got a good team. Not, not a team I would say gets close to winning the World Cup. No. But, 
Um, yeah, surely North Macedonia don't run the double. As a, you know, I've always been a Messi fan. Mm-hmm. It would bring me great joy to see Portugal get knocked out of the World Cup. For, yeah, which before you would, making it, you would think this is Ronaldo's last World Cup. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You would think hundred percent. Um, it's just like, but Portugal have a decent team. You'd, I don't know. I, I was riding off North Macedonia when they played against Italy, but well, I, yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to. I like, <laughs> I'm I so mean, scared. Every Australian loves a good underdog story. Oh, Forza Everyone. North Macedonia. Yes, but, you know, Portugal should. Let's use our brains. Yeah. Please. And I think it's also in Portugal's, you know, the back of their minds, like, these guys have the potential to knock us out, so they're sure, going to bring yeah. their absolute aid. Surely they don't underestimate North yeah. Macedonia. I like feel like Italy probably... Overestimate, or not overestimate, sorry, underestimate. Underestimate, exactly. No, it's, it's one of those... Italy versus North Macedonia would have been one of those games where everyone is like, guys, even though we just won the Euros and we should fucking <laughs> annihilate these guys, we should, like, not... We should not underestimate the North Macedonians. What do they do? <laughs> they Get underestimated the North Macedonians. <laughs> Clearly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure how these. I don't know. I don't know. If foot mob just acting a fool or what? But it's hard to follow. It's really it hard is. to like figure it out. They're making a real hard foot mob. We should probably just use another app. But Brazil versus Bolivia. Um, that's a farm. Chile, Uruguay. I couldn't even tell you. Both teams are shit. South America, apart from maybe Brazil and potentially Argentina, I don't think a South American team finishes top six, top eight. In World Cup, yeah, it's been depending pretty, on the draw, obviously. It's been pretty underwhelming. Not underwhelming, but um, it's been a choice race. Yeah, Brazil and Argentina. Yeah, I mean the past few ones I remember, it's usually a bit more competitive. Mm. Well, usually teams like Chile and Colombia. Yeah, they're both up in the well, like you at know, least nipping at the hills. Yeah, but obviously they're both there we we mm-hmm. all know Colombia for their star player and James and Chile with Alexis and they're all Just, out of their prime. they're washed now yeah so and they don't have a like second come up no player. they're all kind of just there now mm. but I mean they all have like not star or you don't have good enough teams they got good squad but... players and big teams you know like obviously yeah. Colombia got the Cuadrado Sanchez Cuadrado <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly Diaz now yeah Muriel. you look at the teams you go oh yeah, no, nah, they're going to do average. Yeah. No. Nothing, nothing too crazy. But, like, they, they've got teams that can always, you know, if they ever make the World Cup, they can come second. They yeah. Can, they can knock a big team if they really want to. I think to. Brazil have the power to. Like, yeah, it's a two-horse race in South America. But in comparison to Europe, I don't think... I don't think Argentina touches any of the top four teams in Europe. And Brazil might steal a win off one of the top four teams. Because right now you've got... What, what, Thinking of the top top teams in Europe, Spain, I think they're fucking. I think they're phenomenal, and they've got a great. So Luis Enrique is one of the best managers in the world. Spain are gonna. I think Spain will go close to winning the World Cup. Spain have a have been playing really well lately. Really well. The the team's still young. The right yeah, the, and but they're good. The right mm. players are in form. Yeah. I know the World Cup's still ages away, so I don't want to do too many predictions and get too far ahead of ourselves. But yeah. I think Spain's a good shout. France, France is still going to be favourites, eh? Yeah, of course. They they've got too many players in their prime, and too many, <laughs> too many. Just yeah. And like majority of the players play the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, it's just that 
they were that young. It's not like, oh, all these guys are 30 plus years old now. Yeah. No, no, like, Mbappe's like 22, Pogba's was like 28, 29. It's like, it's just that this France team that won the last World Cup had the second lowest average age to, of winning a World Cup. Yeah. They're just, they're just built, literally built different. Literally. They're, they're like that. It's they're, fucking... They're good to watch. It'll be fun. Yeah, oh, they, no. they're good to watch too. I still think... It's funny because, you know, we always compare, like, you know, Europe always looks good in the World Cup qualifiers, and then South yeah. America always looks like they're falling behind. But then sometimes when South America gets up there... and They just show up. They show up, and it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Who would um, you pick as an early, early guest now? To win the World Cup? Yeah, I'm torn. I'm 50-50 between Spain and France. Yeah. Honestly, I might go with Cheeky Brazil. Brazil to win it? I think so. I would like that. I think, I think everyone likes... Oh, but I hate the way... Yeah. I, I think most people would like to see Brazil win just because mm. Brazil's like a footballing nation. Yeah. It's just cool to see. If in- if England get anywhere near the World Cup final, fuck that noise. Fuck that I noise. I think they... I th- I honestly, they peaked. I it's coming home one more time. Nah, but... England peaked in the Euros. Yeah. I don't... There's, the, they don't back it up. The difference is, I think... I mean, like, they got... They didn't even play Trent last World Cup, you know? Yeah, but they had an overperforming. They had Purple Patch, Shaw, and Maguire. They did, but they got better players, I think, now. Like, imagine yeah, Trent but Shaw playing. Still, Shaw's still their left back. Yeah, that's weird to me. And though. Maguire's still their starting centre back. Yeah, but at the same time, like you said, I remember we were talking about it a few weeks ago. They peak in England football. International True. Football. They love it. I like, see Luke Shaw's fucking goal last game? Yeah. What a... He doesn't do that for United. No, I think United is a toxic, toxic culture. So, yeah, just like, yeah maybe. I maybe. think they, they just throw for United. And when it comes to England, like, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, time, to, time to turn pretty it sure on. scoring bangers. Harry I'm pretty Maguire's sure. Absolute, yeah, Jaden Sancho didn't make the England squad, which fucking baffles me. Yeah, they got so many wings. But, like, Sancho's one of the better ones. Yeah, well, who who they got there? They got... Um, they would I have Sterling Foden, Sterling Foden, Grealish, Saka, Saka. Yeah, but I start Sancho over Sterling, Grealish. Yeah, see, I, I agree with Grealish. I think I Sterling's do. out of form massively. Yeah, Sterling's. It's hard, man. And I, I, I feel like Sterling never actually does it for England. I think it's hard because I think sometimes he does for England, but at the same time, it's weird for City because City wingers they just they rotate their freaking forms. It's just like whoever gets the luck of the day, you know. It's yeah, like, they have enough quality that at least one or two of their superstars are yeah, firing. I don't know. I've always I've always thought Sterling's good, and I always thought even when he's like in a little bad patch of form, like he gets overly hated. Yeah. Definitely. I, 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 I've always rated Sterling, but I think it's coming to the time in his career where he does need a change. Probably, yeah. Um, I, I think this, this within the, like, the next 12 months. But the thing is, he's still so young. He's like 26. 26. The motherfucker's been around oh for like God, 10 dude. years. Yeah, he started at Liverpool. It's going to be like 28, man. No, 26? he's 26. He would have started hell, 10 years bro. ago for Liverpool. I feel like I was a baby when I knew he was coming to Liverpool. Like, bro, you already had three kids at 16. I swear, my mum. <laughs> I know. No, I knew he had kids. I'm like, what the hell? Um, right, so, okay. Turning 28 this year. Oh, is he turning 28? December. Oh, okay. In December. What right. year is it? It says not yeah, so he's 28. Yeah, so he's still been playing. Cause I remember he was playing for Liverpool when he was 17. Yeah. So it's like 2011. That's what I mean. It's definitely been over 10 years since I've known about Raheem Sterling. Bro, that is phenomenal. Yeah. That is insanity to me. Yeah. Because 
I don't know where he would go. You'd think he'd be overseas at this point because I don't know if he goes to any other team in England. So he just stays mm. at City or he goes overseas. I don't see any other England team picking him up because City's that good at business. They don't sell to their like they don't sell to their competitors. Mm. The players only go like to Barcelona or like PSG or like I don't know. Yeah, so he could go to like a French team, maybe PSG or something. If Mbappe goes, I don't know, something like that. Mbappe's definitely going. Yeah. Um, but England still have Ben White and Connor Cody as centre backs, so that's why I just don't. What see... about Mings and Stones? Gar- Stones is good. Mings and is not a good player. He, every time I watch him, he's like, he looks good out there, but. You know, if he's still at Aston Villa, it's probably saying something. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, as good as Gallagher is in the Premier League this season, you, you, England proved you can't make your entire team depend on youngsters. You still nah. need those old heads. Yeah, they've got Henderson there, but if you go have Mount as one of your like senior players in the team, you, you're still you're too fresh. So who are the centimeters? They still have. Um, are they still? I know he's not fit right now, but mm. Calvin Phillips is he going to be like the still their centimeter? I don't know because I didn't. I didn't mind their setup with Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips in the team. Yeah, I, I thought was Calvin Phillips was great. I thought he played really well for England. I think he's been injured most of the season, hey, mm. which is sucks because coming off the back of the Euros, you'd think that he had a good season this year in the Premier League. He probably yeah. got picked up by a good team. Yeah, like he's a good holding midfielder. I would. Really I, I, I think he's way too good for Leeds. But I wouldn't complain if United signed him, mm. and because like. Yeah, coming off a bad season, he'd probably still go for 50, 60 million because he's English. I said it before the season started. I thought, like, if Yana want a good CDM, go for Calvin Phillips. I think it's like, it would have been, it just and makes sense to me. And he suits, he suits the way fans want United to play. Yeah. Just hard working and yeah. nitty gritty. Exactly. He brings those, like, fucking tough man vibes. Yeah, so that's what confused me about the England squad. So they're dropping people like Sancho, but what? They got on a Gallagher? Yeah, so I know. Where, when, where are they going to play Conor Gallagher? Well, against Switzerland, they won 2-1 the other day. Um, this was their lineup. Pickford in goals, fair enough. I think he's their starting keeper, even with... Um, uh, I've always been Pickford out when it comes to England. I think it's, I don't know, Ramsdale and Pope. They're both better. I still think Ramsdale's pretty over, overrated. I think, I, think he's, I think he's earned it. That's what I mean, though. Like, yeah. yeah. I know it's only been a season, but... Pickford's had three bad seasons. Pickford's going to get fucking relegated That's with Everton. I mean. They He's suck. had three bad seasons. It's it can't all be Pickford's fault, but I mean... Some of it is. That's, that's Yeah, some of it is. True. But so this is their... They had Pickford in goals. They're three centre-backs. Um, I, I can never pronounce this name. I'll play five of the back. Mark Gooey. <laughs> Gooey. Yeah, from um, Crystal Palace. Cody and oh, really? White. Yup. Really? Um, weird. A midfield five even though it's a back five. Luke Shaw and Walker-Peters out wide. Gallagher, Henderson, Mount, and then up top, Foden and Kane. Right. I like Foden because he's not a cam. He's not a striker. He's yeah, just no, a final... What, I think Foden's a good... He's like, a final he's a third to, player. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm like... I'm, I'm complaining about Sancho not making England yeah. with my United bias, but I like. I think Foden's a better player than um, Sancho. But Foden's one of the best English midfielders in the final third. Yeah. The last 18, 12, maybe even two years. But the official team hasn't been picked. Like, it won't be picked. No, no, till... they, won't, they won't be picked till, like, October next year. Yeah. Like, right before the World Cup. You mean this year? True. This Fuck year. me, it's coming up fast. Yeah, I hate that's November, though. Like, God. Uh, yeah. Yo, it's coming up. That was, a, that was also a friendly, the game against Switzerland. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, Because, obviously, like, you know, obviously you take away those Crystal Palace players and you 
got Bellingham in the bench. You have great. Well, I mean, I'm guessing they're going to get Grealish. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm picking Sancho or Grealish, I'm going Sancho. I would too, yeah. Not, not, too. Not, just, not just form. Actual, like, play styles. Yeah. You already have Mount and Foden playing that, like, final third creator. Mm. You don't need Grealish as well. You need wingers. Yeah, to do the hard yard pace down the wing. So the that's quality to whip in a Sancho, Saka, Sterling. I know Rashford's out of form, but that's what Rashford was there for, like flanking players. Yeah, exactly. Where Grealish is going to do that and just like walk the ball to the corner, but he's not going to beat a defender down the line. He's going to walk it at them, but then it's, it's just, you have enough players like that and better players. Foden and Mount are both better than Grealish. Yeah. So that's enough of that play, like that player t- style. At the end of the day, I just hope they get to a knockout, get to a penalty shootout. Just run it miss. back. Run it back. Run it back. Run baby. it back. That was so beautiful. That was chef's kiss. Oh, so funny. Salty I couldn't think of anything fans. better. Oh, baby. I couldn't think of anything better. It's just been like a year of fuckeries for English teams in penalty shootouts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like United lost penalty shootout last year in the Europa League. Um, no, Noble gets subbed on to take a penalty against, against United. Misses it. England lose in penalties. Eat shit. I don't Eat know. Shit. It's really penalties are not hard. No, but the worst pe- worst players in the world can score penalties. I we have a great great friend, uh, great striker named Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. He can score penalties. All age two merchant. All age two trial merchant. merchant. You, you you can't score penalties, but you can from centre back run the field and put it in. It's crazy to think that I would trust Nathaniel on a penalty more than uh, Rashford and uh, who was a sucker. Sucker. And was uh, it Sancho as well? I don't think Sancho... Did Sancho miss? I don't think he did. Yeah, I Sancho doesn't miss. That's my, my boy. There was only two misses in the England shootout, right? I couldn't even tell you now. I, I, was, I, was I know laughing. one was Saka. I swear the other was Rashford. I think it was. I, I, I swear it was Sancho. I, I swear... Oh, it Sancho. And... I think it was... Southgate brought on the three youngsters who literally didn't touch the ball the entire game mm. and all three of them missed penalties. I, think I thought it was only two. Maybe three, yeah. But it is what it is. It, it's... Yeah. Um, did you watch the Bulls game against City? I watched a couple. Um, oh, not a couple. Like I watched thirty minutes, and then when they scored, I turned it off. And- oh lol, bro! It was. I, I went to the game. It was. A, it was actually a really good game. Like, I, like uh, man, Bulls, we always, I always miss the good games because like Bulls don't play exciting football. No, nah, but they, they to, kept but... it competitive though. Yeah, they actually looked like the better team for majority of the game. Yeah. Which was surprising because Bulls just, they just play ugly, ugly football. We used to play really good football, but like that's when we lost, we lost our two Spanish imports and Puyo left and all our kind of like flair in the middle left. We, yeah. we, we just, we're left with De Villa now. Yeah. De Silva's injured. It's, yeah, it's. Missing we're, we're De Silva's, missing De Silva is fucking huge. Um, yeah. But Charles and M- Mombwa mm. killed it, bro. He's, it. He, when he's on, he's so on. He's yeah. so good to watch. I think he actually killed it. Yeah. Um, Lockie Rose is just... He's lost. I so I don't know why he started again. I don't know. We've we've said Troy it. Troy did nothing wrong. Yeah, but we've said it from the... Like, I swear, episode one of the podcast, we were ragging on Lockie Rose. I went to the soccer with a few people that haven't watched A-League ever, mm. and Witten was there. And I'll, Lockie Rose got subbed off. Speak of the devil. There he is. Um... I was like, okay, Lockie Rose is getting subbed off. And one of the people I was with at the game were like, 
wait, I didn't realize he was on the field. I'm like, I told you at the start, before the game started, I was like, watch this blonde haired Yahoo. He's going to run around and you're never going to notice he's on the field. He got subbed off and everyone's like, oh, who, who are they subbing off? He was this random bloke. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. He literally does, he's an energy merchant, but he doesn't even get involved with the play. No. His own team doesn't pass him the ball because he's that fucking shit. Yes. He just a- gets in the way. He's just useless. I don't get it. I don't know what the coach sees in him. No I don't idea. understand how he improves our team. He doesn't. But like when you got we we played Toure, we lost one game, but we won the other. But like even that lost, he looked good on the ball. He was dangerous. Because I, I understand. So energy merchants can make a run and draw a defender. He doesn't even do that because the defenders know he's not going to no, get it. Because he doesn't actually understand like where he's supposed to go as a striker. God no. He's got no uh, idea. But because because the team never looks like passing him the ball. He never sells a defender. He never never draws a defender with him because they're like, lol, why are you making a run? Your team's going to pass you the ball, yeah. idiot. Dumbad. So, oh, uh, it was just... Off. So, and obviously, obviously, he got subbed off after City scored. So, the game was gone by then. Yeah. It was too late. Yeah. It, we had that ridiculous bloody... Um, no goal. Two minute goal. Um, was that... No. <laughs> Even live... Because they looked at it for ages live. I was like, this is not a goal. He's kicked the ball out of the goalkeeper's hands. It's, oh, it's so... He gets a little fucking little fingertip on it. Yep. I hate our protected keepers. Yeah, though. true. I hate, I hate it. it too. Like, it's, it's too much. Um, I'm all for like player safety and whatever. Yeah. But this is too much. The keepers still are signing up. Keepers don't hesitate with running and sprinting and punching a ball out. Exactly. But how come the second they get touched, it's like, oh, I got hit by the centre back trying to compete with me. It's like, well, don't you, you, you playing at the ball and you get to use your hands, dude. Yeah. Well, it was not that long ago. It was Sydney FC game even. Vukovic sprinted out, punched a ball, missed it. And just King hit Wilkinson. Yeah. That was that was like three or four years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. It's like, so if keepers are allowed to le- legit run out and King hit players, surely a, an opposing centre-back can jump up and compete for the ball. Yeah. Like You're signing so, up for no, it. You can't. can't it's go, so can't dumb. It's dumb. Uh, it just, but that's, been, that's a problem football-wide. Yeah. But this week, CNFC versus MacArthur, um, FC, Where Snooze... Uh, I think it's at Cogra, but Snooze Fest. I guess we... we I'll be going. Um, actually, no, it's not Saturday night. Busy. Uh, but uh, countdown for Cogra games finishing. I'm so excited. Get this season done with. Yeah. I, I don't want CNFC to make finals because the more reason to sack Corica, the better. We all know my stance on Corica, so I'm not going to harp on about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so sick of Cogra. Yeah. There's no... like It's boring there. Well, there's no atmosphere at the ground. Well, yeah. Obviously, like... Yeah, Cove turns up every game, but there's only so much you can do to try and... There's no... There's, like, one place to go before the game, Cogra Clubhouse, which they've only... Cogra Clubhouse has only taken advantage of the last six to 12 months when we've been there for three years. Um, Apart from that, there's nothing on this. You can't go anywhere after the game. Park, it's street parking, so it's okay if you know what you're doing. Like, I've, I know that area pretty well, so I can get in and out, but I could imagine a lot of people go, this is shit. Catching a train is weird there because it's on the Illawarra line. Yeah. So unless you literally live in Illawarra, like unless you live on that line, it's a shit fight to get to. Yeah, it's just I'm so excited for the games to be back at um, Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah, completely different. Like, like you said, atmosphere. It's a big word. It's just like 
Yeah, walking to yep. the walk is way different. Well, they've put that a tram feels- in now from Central to that the Fox Studios, oh. so you can literally get off the train at Central, and you walk straight onto the tram. That's like twenty meters from the platform. That's hot. And you're up the hill in two seconds. Yeah, it's so good because honestly, oh, yeah, as much hot. as I love going to Allianz, when it's the middle of summer and it's like 35, 40 degrees, you get off the train and you're going directly fucking like 80 degrees up a hill, you get to the field and you're like, <gasps> it's fucked. So I'm glad they put a tram in. It's actually, it's it's good. It's so good. Um, the stadium's looking good too. I'm just so excited. There's The fact that CMC has been away from Cogra for three years and honestly... The club, the players, and the fans haven't used it as an excuse. We still get decent numbers. We still probably average, I couldn't tell you exactly, but it'd be three to 5,000 a game, which is, it's pretty shit, but that's not our stadium. It's Sydney FC, which is East Sydney, and there's a lot of North Sydney fans. Cogra's like still a 45 an hour drive from North Sydney. Yeah. It's it's like, well, obviously, I, I live out... Southwest Sydney way. That's not a normal thing for Sydney FC fans these days. Most of them deadass live in Manly and like Northern Beaches. Getting to Cogra is a shit fight. Mm. So like going back to SFS, numbers will improve. But it's not like Wanderers who used the we don't have a stadium excuse a few years ago and they deadass had no one of the games. Like Western United, we don't have a field. It's like, yeah, I understand that. But you're still getting like 10 10 fans to a game. (sighs) You just fucking grow up and just go to where the football is. You know he support. You know he support the home ground. He support your home team, mm. which I find hilarious. So I'm. That's what I'm keen as because CNFC still kept their attendance numbers reasonable. So once you go back to SFS, I reckon it's we're going to average close to ten thousand a game and uh, upwards of that. I think it's going to be. be good. I think A League needs it. Hundred percent, it does. But it's it, it's like any league where one of the foundation big clubs is doing shit. The league does shit. Mm. I'm not saying the league's doing shit, but it's better. Like, victory last season, as much as I fucking hate Melbourne victory, because obviously I'm a Sydney FC fan, them being better this year is better for the league. Yeah. Much better for the league. Them coming last or second, whatever the fuck they came, is shit. When you see some of the big teams like that just doing ass, it's like, oh, aren't they supposed to be like a big club in the league? And it's like, yeah, yeah but they're last. It's like half the fan base. Legit. Yeah, you so many members and it's just like... Yeah, oh, if, they're, like, if their club's doing shit, they're not going to watch games. That's half the viewers. Gone. Not it's, half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, such, it's such a big like percentage of the market that it just don't care as much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm keen as... Um, By the way, uh, Mitch Barnett got six weeks. He got six. Six. I think it's a remore, but, you know, uh, live with it. Yeah. Is he someone who doesn't get in trouble much? Or... No, he gets in trouble a fair bit. That's a fucking joke then. Bro, if that's Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. So Barnett exactly. got six weeks for elbowing a bloke off the ball, dog-shotting someone. Yeah. If that's Latrell, he gets 12 plus weeks. That's what I mean. I mean, Latrell got six weeks for that shot. I mean, not Manu. I think and I don't even think that was that bad. Yeah. you could. That was like... It was, it was reckless, but it wasn't malicious. Exactly. Barnett was malicious. It Should was... Been... He literally... I know. He assaulted a bloke. I know. Oh, football, yeah. Bring back yeah. the biff. No, no, no. He dog shot at a bloke. He assaulted him. With, he's straight up. He fucking Will Smith the cunt. Yeah, he, he, looked, he looked at Chris him. Smith and he's like, oh, you look like Chris Rock. Fucking. Yeah, he just went, crack. Oh. He actually whipped him. And it was like, oh, that's that's shocking. Six week is actually woeful. Yeah, I don't know. Like, for eight minimum. Eight wait, minimum. 
Yeah, I agree. Should be eight minimum, especially in context of Latrell got six weeks for yeah. his thing. But and and the context of Latrell's is he missed six weeks and the grand final, which mm. in the end made a worse product for the game. Yeah. Where this is six weeks of the first is oh no he'll be back by what round eight yeah round nine sorry. I agree round I ten know, I, round four this week I swear I, every judiciary call just weird like some of the, some of the decisions they make is just come I'm, I'm I'm about to go on seek.com and see if there's any openings for the judiciary. It's, it's an easy job. How do they get it wrong, dude? But you literally have to do like... It's them, they are. Like, they're all the same. Like, how do you get this shit wrong? <laughs> You're all on fraud watch. You're looking at the same shit everyone else is. How do you get re- it wrong? Yeah, you, you literally have... You, you get to decide how many times you watch the yeah. replay. When and you have the whole, like, criteria list there. Yeah. You got a fucking... You got guidelines. You got to run shit. And you still get it wrong. <laughs> you still fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's shit house. But shit especially the judiciary. Like, it's... Come on! Yeah. It's not like people, you go off the street and you show a video and you go, oh, how long should this person be suspended for? And they yeah. have, like, it's just like asking some old grandma who's never watched footy, being like, oh, what do you reckon this place should get? Oh, life! Life! It's, <laughs> uh, it's, Put him in a hole! Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> bread and water for the next 20 years. <laughs> it's like, the judiciary, I, I assume there were people that like, no football. Yeah. It's oh, that's no, that's actually really pissed me off. Yeah, what a joke! Oh well, that's your live and exclusive. Um, you need to get into your F one talks, don't you? I was you literally took the words yeah, out of my no, fucking for it. mouth. Have you watched any of Drive Survive yet? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> You're falling behind. I know, I know, I know. I've convinced half of our soccer team yeah. to watch it. Yeah, it's it's a farm, dude. I'm a very busy man now. Actually, doesn't know. matter. The episodes are so short. You can literally fly through it. Ugh. Bro, you literally watch Twitch and your digger all day. Yeah, I know. Watch F1, you'll be done in three days. I, uh, I literally finished three seasons of F1 in, within a week. And then I watched season four within like two days. Because it's 10 <sighs> episodes and they go for 30, 40 minutes each episode. 30, so you 40, got, But you got maximum five hours a season. Yeah. You could watch it in dead ass two days. Do I, do I need to watch like... Just watch every- the latest season. Just the latest Just one? watch the latest season. Because that gives you an update of last year. That's what is you that, need. Is, are you talking about, like, is that season four? Season four. Okay. Because, like, I got Steph watching Drive Survive, and she started from season one. And she's like, oh, she goes to me the other day. Oh, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, he dogged Red Bull. I was like, you're that far behind. <laughs> I was like, love, that's that 2016. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? That is, like, four years ago now. <laughs> she's like, oh, she went to their rivals. And I'm like, yeah, there's context to it. Mm. I had to explain it or whatever. But she's like, oh... He's at Renault. And I was like, yeah, that's not a team anymore. She's like, what? And I was like, you're that far behind. Like, it is what it is. But, I mean, this season is looking fucking good. I like our boys, Daniel Ricciardo. There's new cars, like new car builds. So they have, like, new restrictions to follow. It's a completely new car. Right. So everyone literally starts from scratch. So, like, that's why Mercedes dominated the last seven years because it was the same car for seven years. So they were just had the most money in research. They were always a step ahead. But with this whole new car, it was like, you know how in the lottery in NBA, the worst teams get a better pick? Yep. So new car, the worst teams got more times researching how to make a better car. So it's controlled because um, all their research has to be documented like on they're literally told specifications your car can have max this min this max that but there's no 
they get like a they get like a shape they have to follow for mm-hmm. airflow. Well, after you meet that, do the fuck you want to the car as long as you have the restrictions. So the worst teams got more time in the wind tunnel to like see how their um, airflow and all that shit works and uh, more time on the track to actually put their car to work. Uh-huh. So that's why like in race one, Red Bull, both of their cars late in the race, the fuel pumps or like something to do with the fuel um, system fucked up because they only had enough time to do testing for, they, they didn't have enough time to do late race testing. So that's why now they got to learn on the fly. Mm. But McLaren are just looking... Their cars looks fucking shit. Like, the first race, McLaren didn't finish top 10. So you don't get points unless you finish top 10 or higher. McLaren didn't finish top 10 in... They have two cars. Neither car finished top 10. And then this week, Ricardo's car just stopped working. (laughs) Just dead ass stopped working. Overheated and stopped working. And Lando Norris came seventh, so they got six points, which is fucking dog shit, right. my boy. So like, I'm a big, I'm a McLaren fanboy because fuck following the top dogs, that's cringe. If you watch Drive Survive and you're like, yeah, fours of a stop and go Red Bull, no, that's cringe. Yeah, you need to like top. You gotta gotta, gotta we love an underdog. Yeah. Australians love an underdog. We story. love an underdog. And Australians love Australians. We're a bandwagon. We're a bandwagon nation. So you got to go for the Aussie and the underdog. Yeah, two birds, one stone. Um, so it's just, it's, it's great to see, uh, the new cars, like there's new challenges. Like, so the last however many years has been Mercedes on top, but, and Ferrari have honestly been pretty shit right in the last few years because their car was just not up to scratch. But now we're getting, Ferrari is fucking like ridiculous. Race one, they finished first and second. This week they finished second and third. How does, um... So obviously, you know, we got Ricardo, Australian. Mm. But, like, how does the teams pick races and countries? Like, how does that all work? So, like, because obviously it's not, like, countries. It's the brands, like, Mercedes, Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do they pick anyone from anywhere they want and they just sign them? Is that how it works? Yeah, it's usually, like, a um, one- to three-year contract. Right. Um, And so F1, that's the first division. Yeah. So there's F2 and F3. Okay. And then but that's just formula racing. So that's that style of car. But there's also like Indy car. There's pretty much, if you can think of a car, there's a racing league for it. Mm. It's just that racing in F1 is the most prestigious. Mm. So there's like Triple S Pulsar racing, which is like amateur shit. Right. Then like, there's like Porsche, right? Like Porsche have models and where every model in the car, every, yeah, every, every car in that race is a Porsche that model yeah. so like and like there's Le Mans there's so many different styles like it's just essentially whatever race it is there's a model of car and the different models of cars um the higher prestigious the more prestigious the model of car the higher level of racing it is yeah so Ricardo's so, with Mercedes no Ricardo is with McLaren McLaren sorry yeah but who was he with before he was with Renault and before that he was with Red Bull right okay so, but the thing is, so like Mercedes have their own engine, Renault have an engine, Honda have an engine, Ferrari have an engine. So there's not that actually that many engine manufacturers. There's probably a couple more that I missed, but teams like McLaren, they have a Mercedes engine. Um, so there's Red Bull and there's like, um, there's like a B Red Bull team too. 
the um, Red Bull, they call it Alpha Tori or something like that. I probably absolutely butchered that name. That's essentially like their reserve grade. Right. And then um, like there's Ferrari and then their reserve grade is Alfa Romeo. Okay. So there's uh, there's Alfa Romeo have two drivers in the um, race too, but that's essentially like yeah their reserve grade. Okay. Um. So it, it like that's something I you watch once it, it, even you just watch season four of Drive Survive you'll understand everything. It's literally Drive Survive is dead ass a crash course in F one. Um. I liked a tweet recently. I've got to see if I can get back to it. But so you know how the A League is now like Liberty A League, whatever it's called. No, the new like... sponsor is Liberty. Oh, okay. Like the big, massive, I think they're American stockbrokers or bankers or something like that. Interesting. They're yeah. just, they have so much fucking money. <laughs> That's why it was so whack when they invested in the A-League. They're like, what do you want to do with little old us? Like, they're a massive... How long ago was this? When did they come This off? season. This season. So yeah, that's why, like, has. the league got a little... I was going to say, I haven't look. seen many, much of, like, Hyundai A-League. No, dead. That yeah, was... Because they had a 10-year contract and that yeah. ran out. Yeah, okay. Um, so, it's like, it's Liberty A-League, but that's why it's like, oh, Suzu Men's League, and then the Women's League has something else. Zeus! You'll have your say. I swear. Bed. Zeus. Bed. Are you wrapped up in the cables? Not anymore. Good man. He's good. good. man. He spent enough time around me at the desk to not get mucked up <laughs> in the cables. Well, well trained dog. Well trained. Um, but Liberty Liberty uh, Group bought Formula One Racing a few years ago. Mm. That's why, like, I was like, w- why do they want to invest in A League? They literally just bought F One, and their whole thing is if you go to Europe, for like motorsports is as big as like soccer in some countries. Like yeah. in Italy, it's it's as big as the soccer. Like, you go, who do you support? And they go, oh, here's my soccer team, and then here's my, like, MotoGP or F1 team. It's fucking crazy. So, but Liberty is an American company. When they bought F1, they were like, well, America isn't just literally an untouched market. They've, Ricardo's holiday home is in LA because four years ago, he would go there and relax and barely be recognized. Where if he goes out in Europe, fucked. He's a well-known celebrity because it's so big over there. But after Drive to Survive, in America, it's ridiculous. So you had 330 million people. Most of them did not even give a shit about F1. The funniest part about their market growth in America is that Netflix actually pay F1 to produce Drive to Survive. So F1's best advertisement ever, for, for a fact, it's their best advertising ever, they're, they're getting paid, paid for. That's sick. So it's not even free. They're getting paid for their product to be advertised to a market of 330 million people. And some. It's absolutely phenomenal. I, I don't know. I forget how Twitter works, but I've bookmarked the tweets. I'll keep rambling until I get there. Never mind, I found it. Okay, so Formula One is a $13 billion global behemoth. This was before 2019. Yeah. 2000, lol. 2019. 2019. I'm on meth. Um, they just weren't getting involved in America at all. It's it's ridiculous. So, like, the Liberty Group bought F1 2015. Two years later, F1 announced a deal with Netflix for a docuseries. And then it was just fucking up, 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 up from there. And the best part of, like, I, I liked, I said it, and I didn't realize why. So, season one of Drive to Survive focuses on the mid to bottom teams. 
because the big teams, only Red Bull, were like, yeah, yeah, you can come film us. But all the other big teams were like, no, who the fuck? This, this is going to be shit. Mm. A Netflix series? Miss me. But that's, what's, that's what has actually propelled it so much further because it's given all these bottom teams value of like, yeah, okay, they're not racing for the top cup. They're not racing for the constructors' like title. They're, it actually matters if they finish... Eighth, ninth, seventh, or sixth, because there's there's like tens of million dollars, like prize money between these spots. Right. So like the team who wins it, I forget how much it is. I think so. McLaren's won it heaps, but if they win it, hypothetically, let's say it's fifty million if they win it to the team. Mm. Second place gets like thirty million. Oh. Fourth place would get like sorry, third place would get like twenty million. And but then as it gets lower, it's like but it's still like five to ten million between finishing between like the places that's ridiculous so like if you miss out on like six by one or two points over a season you're missing out on like what could be five to ten million dollars which is huge mm. in like that that's that's one of your drivers paid for yeah that's his salary for like the next two years done because the salary discrepancy is through the fucking roof as well so hamilton was on 30 million a season it's not until this season verstappen started a 30 million contract and then the next best paid driver was like um, Daniel Ricciardo was out there for a bit. He was on like twenty million, and he was like the sixth best driver. And then all of a sudden, it just drops off. The least paid driver is on like six hundred thousand huh. because they're just like yeah, they're right. at the bottom, and they're not that great. No, but they're still driving what is the biggest motorsport in the world. And yeah, there might be the eighteenth, nineteenth best driver on the grid, but they're getting paid less than a million a season to risk your life. It's phenomenal compared to Hamilton and like the big drivers who are on like 30 million. You could literally buy these people, their families and sell them to the black market. Pretty much. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, I can't stress enough. Just watch Drive Survive and it's just like one season is just a quick crash course. Yeah. So especially now where it's early in the season. So there's no race this weekend, but in two weeks time, the Melbourne GP. Yeah. So we can we actually... a couple of blokes going to that as well. Yeah. That's sort of like... Yeah, a couple of the boys in our soccer team are like, yeah, I'm going. I remember Adam, who was on the potty a couple of weeks ago, was giving shit to one of our mates. This is before I convinced him to watch F1. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're going to Melbourne to watch F1. Bro, if you literally watch one Netflix series and all of a sudden you're a big F1 fan. And our mate's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. And that's why I'm going to Melbourne. And then two weeks later, I got Adam to watch Dry Survive and he's like, oh, look, we're all F1 buddies now. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot. Fuck me, dad. Um, but so... Okay, so sorry, before I said Formula 1 is worth $13 billion before 2019, that's now. So um, in three years, Formula 1 went from being worth $8 billion to $13 billion in three years because of Drive Survive. That is so much fucking like money. The best part is less than 20% of Drive Survive is actually the race. Yeah. So you're watching 80% of just like the drama between the drivers and their lives and them actually having a personality. It's fucking awesome. I just, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's got me into F1. So I can't speak a bad word of it because it's just, once you're in, you're in. You're balls deep. Yeah. There's no, oh yeah, I'll watch it casually now. It's like, no, no. Everyone who watches Drive Survivor is like, what time is fucking qualifying this week? Yeah. I need to watch all the highlights. That's what it's going to take for me, I think. It's just, I need to yep. dive in. Once, you, once you're in, you literally learn, it's like you're on a first name basis with all these blokes. Because it just it get, get your balls deep. Mm. But, yeah. 
So there's no race this week. Um, I assume it's because the logistics of getting all the equipment to Australia probably takes two weeks. <laughs> but what I'm hoping to see in the Melbourne GP is Daniel Ricciardo finish in the top 10 would be nice. <laughs> Especially like in Melbourne. Well, I think it was like 2018 or 19. It was whatever season one was of um, Dry Survive. They were hyping the fuck out of Daniel Ricciardo in Melbourne. Oh my god, he's going to be phenomenal. Oh, no, I think it was. Oh, no, I think it was second season because he's driving for Renault. They're like Daniel Ricciardo, new team. He's got something to prove in Melbourne. I think his car either fucked up really early on. Yeah, I think it was like the first lap he got annihilated. Awesome. So he was like, "Man, we're going to retire the car." Like at the start of the race, he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> well, there goes my Melbourne dream done. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I just hope McLaren can pull their fingers out and give give our Danny Rick. A car that works in a tire race. Give him, give him toys to play with, mate. Yo. Give him the, oh. yo, give him the tools he deserves. And it, without Barty now, because Barty's retired. What the fuck was that about? That was so weird. Twenty five years old, <laughs> bro. Barty's she's literally retired. our age, and she's been number one the last two years. Do you know like why? I didn't. I didn't like get into like. Apparently, she. Oh, this is just all speculation, of course. But apparently, she hates traveling. Apparently, she's a big homebody. And I mean. Yeah, but I mean, but tennis tennis doesn't have an off season. Yeah. Tennis is a 24-7, 12-month-a-year sport. You just chase the summer, so you, you're forever playing. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I understand, but 25, that's so young, man. Yeah, just like, I don't know. Oh, I guess. Some people have... Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, she doesn't want to play tennis, fine. Fine. It's like, you know, come on. I don't, yeah, everyone has, everyone has their own goals in life. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to say what you would do in her shoes because I would play until I literally couldn't make any more money. She's making millions of dollars. Yeah, she's a year. made her millions, hasn't she? But so really, w- w- when 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 is when? What's too much money? No idea. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. I'm not even close. <laughs> but I mean, but when is oh that person has earned enough money? What, what's what's the limit? No, there's no such thing. Yeah. If if you can earn between the person. Yeah, exactly. But I yeah. mean, maybe she has enough to live comfortably, or she does have enough to live comfortably. You'd think. Yeah. So far, but her earning potential is still through the fucking roof. She's been exactly. number one for two years. Yeah. Between sponsors and her earnings, she's on multi-million a year. You would think that, all right, maybe, maybe she had that thought when she was 23. I'll do a couple of years and then I'll be sorted. I don't know. But you would think that you're literally in your peak. Yeah. And there's no chance. Like, you're number one for two years, woman. That's what I mean. It's like, it's not even, like, it. it's not even she hasn't even, like, fallen off and she's been losing matches. No. She's just come off winning and, like... She's comfortably been number one the last two yeah, years. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I, I can't I was, say it enough. Like, surely she just goes until she starts losing and it's like... Oh, At least lose a game. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, there we go. My, my career's tarnished. I'll, I'll retire now. Tarnished. Yeah. That's it. She's like, yup, yup. Um... Winner stays on and you won, so I'm out. Yeah. Laters. Yeah. <laughs> no, she keeps winning. But good on her. But the thing is, Ash Barty was that, like, I remember early in her career, it was cricket or tennis, and she chose tennis. Because mm. she played 2020 for, like, was it... Who's the Aqua team? Is it... It's not Heat. Bris- Heat. Is it Melbourne Heat? Uh, Brisbane Heat. Brisbane Heat. I knew it was a Brisbane team. I was yeah. like, it's not Brisbane Scorchers. Mm. Who's the Scorchers? Perth. Fuck, I'm all fucked up. Anyway, yeah, so, but it'd be so funny if she goes, oh, I'm going to retire, and then just plays, like, pro 2020, that's just locally. Such a flex. That'd be oh, would, eh? 
What a farm. Oh, she's man. like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to tour the world and make millions playing tennis, so I'll just, like, retire with my millions of dollars and just play, like, casual Sunday cricket on the side. Yeah, just oh, casual... It's, it's on national TV. Oh, whoops. Whoopsie. <laughs> whoops, I'm still making six figures playing this. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> but it's such a flex retiring at 25. Exactly. You, like, you know, it's like, it's weird to think about it, but what a flex. Can't believe it. Oh, I, I, I wish it was me. Must be nice. Like Try you it. said, imagine she's planning a retirement at twenty-three. Yeah, like I, I, I will literally die on the job. Yeah, at this rate, I'll be dying on the job. Pretty much. I've got a mortgage, bro. I'm <laughs> severely in debt here. Severely. Help. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cry for help. Ash Barty. Donate. <laughs> donate. We'll give you a shout out every episode. Every we week. just need a small charitable donation. Look. A sponsorship for the podcast. How good would that be? Charitable donations, tax write-off. Not that you need it because you won't be taxed because you won't be working anymore. You're, you're retired, <laughs> Ash. Like, you got so much money, don't you? Like, come on. Flex on us even more. Help the top bins, boys. Give me a pity donation. <laughs> I'm not begging. I'm begging. <laughs> Only if you want to. Yeah. You fucking will. Yeah, please. <laughs> you won't. Odds on. Odds. <laughs> Jimmy, count Ash and I in. <laughs> Alright, ready? Three, two, one, four. four. You, oh, owe me, you owe me 20 million. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, That's but... only pocket change for you anyway. I don't... I'm severely jealous, but good honour. Good honour. If she wants to start a family, settle down, good shit. Yeah. Must be nice. Trying to be Short like career, but she wouldn't be remembered as a great Australian athlete. Look, that's what, I was about to say that too. Honestly, you weren't my Australian in the year last year. Mm. Was she? Who was my Australian? I forget. We did. You, a poll you chose the freaking COVID lady. Oh, um. Kerry, Kerry. Kerry, Kerry Chant. Yeah. Yeah. Honest, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, Ash, <laughs> you know. I did try to vote you. My phone broke though, so. <laughs> <laughs> my thumb slipped and I can't undo my Spotify vote. Ash, I'm talking. Person to person here, you'll be my Australian for the rest Australian of the year for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Just give me a small loan of a million dollars. There's a small taxing loan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, must be nice. Um, I think that that wraps it up. I think it does. I think with it, with with international break on for soccer, it's actually it's so hard to keep up with in, all the international games. Yeah, too many of them. And I don't even know what half the games are playing for because half of them are friendlies and half of them are knockouts to make World Cup. Yeah. I, when I, when I, at first, when I saw Italy playing Macedonia, um, North Maso, sorry, I was like, oh, that must be like a friendly before Italy's knockout. And it was during that game, I realized like, oh no, this is it. Yeah. I was like, this is the knockout game. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. I know there's a couple more knockout games coming up, but Footbin's not being friendly. Could have done our research, but we don't do that here. We vibe. Yeah, that's all vibe here. Um, I went for lunch with two of the other co-hosts. I went with lunch with um Cabbage and Ricky today. Apparently, Ricky last week on the potty said that Ronaldo is second in scoring in the Premier League, which is fucking false. Has to be. He's fourth. <laughs> like it's not even close, man. Who's second? It'll be. So we had a look at it Yotsu today. Will be up there. And... Yeah. So Salah's first on twenty. Mm-hmm. Second, I think, was um, Son and Yota. Okay. Son has more goals than Kane? Maybe it was Kane. Oh, God. Because Kane, Kane's, like, just resurged out of nowhere the past couple of months. I think you're right. I've got it righty. So, oh, no. I was... Of course I was right. What, what, <laughs> why, why I second guess myself? So, Salah's first. Mm-hmm. Son and Jota on 13. Mm-hmm. And then it's Ronaldo, Kane, and Mane on 12. Oh, it's actually I think close. Tony's on 11. 
Where did that come from? He's just quite a cheaper, apparently. Yeah, right. Uh, Maris has 10 goals. I fucking knew it, bro. And he didn't play the first like, oh, three right. months. He was, he was, Maris was an exclusively a UCL player in the group stages. Yeah. That's what I meant. It's just rather the green with those wingers. Like whoever just like gets the job that day will or like perform and keep the spot and then blah, they rotate again. It's just, bro, it's too all over the place. Though. We're talking mad shit too. Sterling's on 10 goals this season. I know. That's what, Sterling's always been. <laughs> and he's more... having a bad season. I'm literally talking about like, he needs to change teams so he can resurge his career. That's what I mean. Bro, he's on 10 goals still. What is happening? Oh. Fuck these. Oh. But I like that. Bruno's on nine goals, and I'm sure he has a bucket load of assists too. Mm. And Bruno's having a bad season. I don't think Bruno's world class, like most United fans think. But he's definitely still underrated for how I, good he I actually think, is. Yeah, I think if Ronaldo didn't come this year and it was still Bruno's team, Bruno mm-hmm. was the main man, I think he would Yeah, he has nine goals, another level. Nine so, goals and six assists. I, I, th- I generally thought from last year, like, give him another year, he would be like a world-class midfielder. He I was... seriously thought he had the same, not the same quality yet, Yeah, but he has the same output and statistics that Kevin De Bruyne will be putting out this yeah. season. Well, I think, well, that first season Bruno came, he had like 36 or 38 goals and assists that season. And it's mm. like, what the fuck? He literally put United on his back. Well, that was the year he came second, wasn't it? Yes. Th- that was last year. He literally put United on his back with yeah. 36 goals that's and assists. I mean. That's why I'm so impressed with him. Yeah, it's like, definitely. But that's, that's absurd that he even got that. Yeah. And like, yeah, he's not, everyone can have a good season. But apparently having a bad season is nine goals and six assists. Bro, yeah. I wish I had a bad season all the fucking time. A bad season to everyone's always just like, oh, not as many goals and assists as last season. Yeah, Even it's if like, it's like a, a more than the above average, it's, yeah. yeah. It's like, you, it doesn't matter what league you're in, if you have nine goals and six assists, you're farming. Yeah. You're literally farming. So the fact that people bashing on Bruno, even some United fans are bashing on Bruno. Some United fans are complaining that he's getting his contract redone as we speak. Mm. And it's like, no, no, I don't think you understand. <laughs> He's on the same amount of money as Lingard and, like, these other shit players where there's players like Harry Maguire on literally double his wage. Which is absurd. That's absurd. That's just... The fact that we signed Bruno on about 120 k a week for the price we did, mm. bargain still, good business. But now United has to fork out the cash and literally double his wage to make up for all the shit business we've done because we have too many shit players on double his money. So obviously he's going to say, look at our output. How are they earning literally double I am? If Manchester United don't turn around and be like, okay, yeah, fair point. We're going to match the wage now. Mm. If they say, nah, fuck yeah, he'll just leave because of course you still got to earn and earn your money for a living. Okay, Goosey is really stretching on me and he's telling me to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up 10 minutes ago. We always do this. We always do this. But double double checking, you've rated the podcast five stars. Yes. Okay, good. Everyone yes. has I come put, on. I realized when you asked me last time, I thought I did it once and you asked yeah. me again. I think it's, I thought in my head, it must be every episode you rate it five stars. No, you just rate the podcast yeah, once. Yeah, no, yes, yes. So I mean, it's not rating the episode. It's literally rating the entirety of the podcast. Yes. So you're on Spotify, it's rating the entirety of the podcast. I'm not sure how it is on iTunes because I'm not a freak. I don't use iTunes. Yeah. But if you do... More power to you. Just make sure you rate it five of a hundred percent. I don't know what they do over there. Mm. Weedos, bro. If you use iTunes music, you're built different. You're, you're all... built different, honestly. Like if it was up to me, I wouldn't want you listening. But all listeners are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quick throw back to the start of the episode. Different does not mean good. Yes. 
So we're just going to loop back real quick. Stop what you're doing. Stop. Please. iTunes is not it. No, 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 no. You can download Spotify for free. Please. I'd rather you do that. I'd oh. rather you listen to Spotify for free. That much easier. But um, yeah, honestly, the support the last few weeks has been fucking incredible. Our listeners have literally doubled in yeah. the last month. Yeah, the new faces have helped. It's good to see. Yup, yup. The new co-hosts are really bump, bumping the bumping the numbers. Rookie numbers. Not as good as me. Yeah, but honestly, with Jimmy coming back, we want to triple our numbers this week. You reckon? Maybe quadruple? <laughs> That's up to you at home. Can we get triple digits on this? <laughs> Slam that fucking triple digit. Let's go. <laughs> but, nah, appreciate the support. It's been fucking unreal. Um, you have anything left to say? No. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you back. Thank you. It's lovely being here. Yeah, and I'm sure the office lady, um, Sherry, said... More, I don't even fuck. I can't. I can't what do you want to make? This guy's tired. He's going to bed. <laughs> it's fucking bedtime. But um, we've made it a tradition that on the count of three, we all. Okay, do we start that when you were here? I feel like we did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. So on the count of three, we'll say goodbye. We'll count down from three. Three, two, one. Ciao. Thank you. Let's go. I know this. I, I'm the OG.